All right, Taiwan voted over the weekend for another four years of the DPP for China. It was the worst possible outcome, and the world is now waiting for Beijing's formal response. In a moment, we'll speak with David Zhang from China Insider. But first, how did Taiwan's election unfold over the weekend? Let's start in Taiwan. It's the election the whole world was watching, an outcome that could change the course of politics in the APAC region. That's exactly why they've decided to give the DPP four more years in Taiwan. Four more years for a party now entering its third term. In recent years, Taiwan has become a major battleground in the great power rivalry between China and the United States. Beijing considers Taiwan a renegade province that must be reunited. Taiwanese public opinion has shifted, though, with a majority of the population now identifying themselves as Taiwanese rather than Chinese. And while the opposition is mourning its loss... But unfortunately, I failed to bring a change in government. It's not exactly great news for the DPP either. Oh, that means that, you know, this is not a president who can claim a mandate or a majority. So the question is, how will China respond to Taiwan's democratic elections? And what does it mean for the region? Okay, for more, we are joined by David Zhang from China Insider in New York. David, when we look back in the history books, how do you think we'll remember this election from Taiwan? A pivotal moment? Definitely. I think this is the watershed moment when Taiwanese people will continue to vote for the further elections based on the identity that is Taiwanese rather than the historical Thailand association with mainland China. Uh, I've been talking about this idea that this is a shift between two identities, and one of them is clearly gaining more ground, as we just saw in the package there with the DPP winning the third term. I think more and more, especially the younger generation of uh, Taiwanese people, they don't have that association of identity with the mainland China as Chinese, but rather the distinct identity as Taiwanese. I think that's going to change the future of elections in Taiwan. How do you think Beijing will respond to this? The world has been watching so far. We've seen Beijing reacting to global leaders congratulating Taiwan's new president. They're not happy about that. Definitely, but I think there's a very limited amount of things they can really do. I think they're more uh, more mad about the fact that uh, these countries are congratulating Taiwan, which implicitly means that they are recognizing Taiwan's governance in a sense. And so Beijing is is unable to uh, they're sort of stuck in a place where they can't really focus too much on Taiwan's election itself, because that would mean that they recognize there's an alternative form of ruling the Chinese population uh, under democracy. But then they can also not do too much to outside of that, because, you know, these are other sovereign countries who can choose to do what they want to do with Taiwan. So I think they're really limited in that response. And I don't see them. Uh, having any sort of uh, reactions outside of that. We did see a country, uh, an island nation, Nauru today, that uh, did switch their recognition. But I think uh, it, it's not as big as we imagine. 2027 being an important centennial uh, moment for China, for the Communist Party as well. A lot of people questioning whether 2027 will be the year of World War III as well, or perhaps leading up to it uh, because China, Beijing may want to have Taiwan secure by then. What are your thoughts on this and what does the election in Taiwan over the weekend mean for, for people who believe that? Yeah, so this election, President Lai will be presiding over that important year uh, this date when China is supposedly readied for the invasion. So I think by the voters' intention to allow the DPP and lie to continue 
the path they've walked for the last eight years under the DPP is a sign that I think they place more trust and confidence in the party to walk this path of maintaining the status quo and, and to be closer to that of other democracies around the world. I think that alone tells us that this is what the resolve of the Taiwanese people is aiming to achieve. Uh, I don't think they're afraid of what's coming. But my current assessment with China's domestic issues is that I don't think they're ready at this moment uh, for that 2027 date. But we'll have to see if things change. But I, I think that so far the, the chance of invasion I wouldn't say it's not happening, but I think it's a little bit smaller than before, given China's domestic issues. David, you make such a great point, given China's domestic issues. They're only set to get worse. The Chinese economy in a pretty bad spot. No signs it will improve. Manufacturing seems to be leaving China as well from Western companies. So does that mean that if we say it's bad now and it's going to get worse, is there a diminishing chance that Taiwan will be attacked by China? You couldn't see that way. Uh, of course, there's also the other example, right? With Nazi Germany before World War II happened, the state of the country was also in chaos and they exported said, uh, those blames against the Jewish population. And yeah. then that started the, the Second World War. But I, I think the point here to make is that generalizing based on what we're seeing, China is a country of 1 billion plus people and they can't have a state of economy that's so bad, I think, to the point where people are unable to, you know, get jobs to meet their basic needs. I think that at that point, it is really irrational for mm. the, the Xi Jinping to launch an invasion with all that's happening domestically. All right, David Zhang from China Insider there in New York. Really appreciate your time as always. Thank you.